Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. Enhances the senses, opens your mind. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. The creator of Dirty.com, Nick Ritchie. The Dirty.com website. The Dirty.com and its owner, Nick Ritchie. The website, the Dirty.com. You're listening to Nick Ritchie Radio on the Toad Hop Network. If you want to talk to Nick, call 323-622-8623. And now your host, Nick Ritchie. We're back for uh, another great episode of Nick Ritchie Radio. I have Cindy Leathers in studio along with Scooby Sunday. For those of you who do not know who Sydney Leathers, if you're living under a rock, Sydney Leathers is the, uh, I don't want to even, can I say mistress? I don't know. Is that, is that the correct term, Scooby? That's okay. Sydney Leathers is the girl in Wienergate, or as we like to call it, uh, Carlos Dangerville. <laughs> Sydney is the one who pretty much saved New York. I did. I deserve a key to the city. I think you do actually. I think I do too. Because he was going to win until this uh, story, which we broke on the dirty.com. Exactly. So, congratulations to us on the biggest story of the summer. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty big story. I, I do have to agree with you there. Um, today, I want to have you on because I'm excited to have you on. I know everyone's going crazy. Oh, 15 seconds and Sydney is this, that, and the other. But I, I feel like uh, people just don't know who you are. And I want to get back into a little bit of backstory. Um, of before the whole hurricane happened and and uh, your life and uh, how you came to submit this and how everything started. Right. Um, it was pretty big. Um, I think we had about 4 million people that came to the site, which I think that was our, our biggest, biggest number in one day, right, Scoobs? Yeah, it was busy. So it was a busy day for us. And we, it was the first time ever we've ever put uh, naked body parts on our website. I know. I was pretty impressed by that. <laughs> so that was, that was a big deal for us. Ballsy. No yeah. Everyone thought we were gay, which we had to fight that storm. Advertisers weren't happy. Oh. Why are there pictures of penises on the website? Yeah. But, At least it was just one person's penis. But not... his name is Wiener. So exactly. It's, it's, it's just funny. What can he do? He did it to himself. So let's go back, Sydney. Let's go back to before this whole thing happened. I want you to explain to people um, how this kind of came about. Like, what was your uh, motivation, and how did you know of the dirty? Like, we got there's there's this misconception that I know who you are. Um, you know who I am. This is my first time ever meeting you. Yes. Um, and we've had no relation beforehand or anything. No, the first time we had really talked was about the Anthony Weiner situation. You know, I had messaged you about it the first time in April, and you wanted proof, and I was too nervous to give it to you in April. And then finally in July, I had had enough, and that's when we broke the story. And it was it was something you reached out to me, and then I said, "Hey, well, I still need proof." Yeah, and you which broke is it understandable down. and we spent the weekend going through all the evidence and all the stuff and i was like hey you know if i'm gonna put this out there i need a it needs to be legitimate 100 yeah. percent. I, I had to believe you because back in april i didn't believe you right it, I, it sounded crazy it, and i realized that you it sounded, sounded like crazy. an absolute lunatic i know stalker. I, I know that like, I, I was just like okay there's there's no way this is true you came forward and you matched up the Carlos Danger information with Anthony, Anthony Weiner. And I commend you on that. And I commend you for your bravery to come forward. Um, Thank you. It wasn't easy. And I know the game plan originally was to keep you underground. Yeah. 
that's the biggest thing that I wanted to hit on today um, is that you know more than anyone that I did not want to be famous for this. I did not want to be known for this. You know, I stress so much how much I wanted to keep my anonymity, and you you know that more than anyone. So. And it was actually BuzzFeed who outed you, or I, I don't even say outed. They actually just were not idiots and actually matched <laughs> two up and two the profile picture right. to the only person that I guess had your image or looked like your image on Facebook. And um, I guess that was my bad. I should have told you to change your uh, Facebook profile. And I should have known better too, but it was one of those things I wasn't really thinking. I was being naive in the situation, really. I didn't realize how big it was really going to be. I didn't see the full magnitude of it. I told you it, it was something that was going to be probably a national story, so yeah. you had to be prepared for it. Right. Um, so going back, so you're a small girl Indiana, is that where you're from or yeah, what's, I was what's born your backstory? In, I was born in Indiana and then I grew up and went to school in southern Illinois and then moved back to southern Indiana. But people don't understand it's only like 15 miles apart. You know what I mean? So you're always kind of in that area. Okay. And what's there to do out there? Like, Absolutely nothing. Apparently all there is to do is sex politicians, right? I guess. So that you guys don't go like bowling during the day or like what, what's your... Like, what do you do for fun out there? Cow tipping or something. <laughs> Cow tipping. Um, no, I'm kind of a homebody. I'm I'm not the typical, like, Midwestern girl. Most people in my area go drink and party and get wasted, like, every weekend. I barely drink. So my whole thing is I sit around on Friday nights and watch Real Time with Bill Maher. You know, that's my thing. So you're into politics and all that Big stuff. Big time, yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you think this whole situation, the sex tape, everything you did hurt your political career? You know, it's not like I ever planned to run for office. So for me, it was like, you know, I only wanted to be behind the scenes on campaigns anyway. So I don't really so going, think of it. So going back to Indiana, you're online. You're basically creeping on dudes. Is that like, is that what you would do all day or is it? Definitely not. Um, actually, the first message I ever sent Anthony was in 2011 for the first scandal. And I basically told him I thought he was a loser. You know, it wasn't like I was like, oh, you know, Anthony, I want to fuck you. No, it was nothing like that in the beginning. Uh -huh. And he actually, in our initial messages, he apologized for letting me down and just stuff like that. So, you know, initially it wasn't all sex. Okay. So, like, what I'm trying to understand is what at what point did you start falling for him? Like, were you, was it a starstruck thing or was it more of a, like, you know, I'm lonely. This guy's telling me that I'm good looking. It like was both because I had just gotten out of the worst relationship of my life uh, just a few months prior to Anthony and I really starting to talk a lot. And what date was this? Uh, when I stopped, started talking to like him. Like when it started getting very, like, emotional and you started getting, like... I mean, emotions got involved almost immediately because when we started talking, I mean, we would talk all day, every day, you know, like from the beginning. So there were definitely emotions involved and he wasn't, right away. He wasn't running for mayor or anything like that. No. This was just like yeah. way before that. This was before he had announced that he was running for mayor. Actually, I didn't know that he was going to run for mayor until several months into it. And he told me before he announced to the public. So I knew before most people did. That's crazy. Now, what would you guys, so would, would he text you or would he tell you to call him like how he always, like what was the pattern he always had to be in control of everything so he would always initiate everything he always called me he was always the one texting me constantly emailing constantly so yeah he and if i didn't answer when he called he would get pissy with me i mean just very juvenile stuff like that and then but you knew like who he was like oh he, yeah i knew exactly who he was because he was a hero of mine so but to, uh, there was no there was no point in your like 
morally where you were like, okay, I'm doing something wrong here? No, because he always made it or made me feel as if he maybe had some sort of arrangement with his wife, you know, because she stayed after the first scandal, you know, and he acted like he had been rehabilitated and he was this different person. And then here he is hitting on me on Facebook. So I'm just thinking, so okay. Like you're thinking fake relationship. Yeah, political. that's exactly what I was thinking, you know, and he didn't really talk about her. So it just didn't seem very genuine to me. And especially with as much as he was calling and texting me. And obviously, he's a very horny dude. It didn't seem like he was getting laid, that's for sure. So for those of you tuning in on thedirty.com, we're talking to Sydney Leathers, and we're we're talking about the uh, Wiener Gate, Anthony Wiener um, scandal, one of the biggest scandals of the summer. Um, I guess it's up there with one of the biggest political scandals next to Bill Clinton's. I, I think Bill Clinton and him are friends. I think he calls him Tony. <laughs> yeah, it's actually awkward. Bill Clinton officiated uh, Anthony and Huma's marriage. Wow. So that's a pretty interesting piece of information, yeah. So you guys are all related. Yeah, it's it's a very incestuous, creepy little situation. You got to wonder, Scooby, what kind of jokes Bill Clinton's making to Anthony Weiner behind the scenes. I wonder if he calls him, like, Carlos, like, just joking around. Like, hey, what's up, Carlos? Maybe. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I would. I've actually read, though, that the Clintons are very upset with this scandal. because they upset. Well, I, I keep reading that they don't like the comparisons between their marriage and Huma and Anthony's it's, marriage. It's, and... I think it's the same thing. I think it's just it's all part of the Democratic plan here, you know. But whatever. It, it is what it is. I My whole thing is, like, I'm just fascinated about the love part. Like, how you could fall for this guy knowing who he is and... Who he's, who he's, what he's trying to be and having this fake family or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, at what point did it get to the I love yous and how often was it per day or? Yeah, I, we told each other we loved each other every day. And I mean, I would say we started talking in, a lot in June and probably by July we were telling each other we loved each other. And he actually said it first, not me. And then how soon did the, the phone sex initiate? I mean, very quickly, within a week, something like that. Very, very quickly. And then how was, like, what was his, did he have, like, a signature line? Did you guys have, like, a safe word? No, there was never anything like that. And see, that's another weird thing. You know, you would think with him being married, you know, maybe there would be something like that. But there wasn't. And that's another thing. I was like, okay, if she's not traveling with Hillary and she's home, you know, how the hell does he have the time to talk to me all day? Yeah, that, that that's kind of weird. It is weird. Now, what was his like, like what, when you guys would have phone sex, like what was his call to action? Like what was his like word that like made him scream? Like, was there anything that you could remember as far as like his, his fantasy? Like what was his big, you know, I don't know, like Scooby, you would know better than I would with phone sex cause you're terrible at it. <laughs> but what was there something like, Hey, like, you know. I can come if you say this, you know what I mean? No, it was never like a specific thing like that, but he always would want, you know, it was weird because he would want like the pictures first, you know what I mean? So then he had an idea of what I looked like in that very moment, you know, and would going you send him? Oh yeah. I, I all any, pretty much any time he asked for photos, I would send them. So you're sitting in Indiana in your bathroom and you would just send photos to him all day. I did. Yeah. Like even and, I mean, and was that like a type of foreplay for him? Yeah, it was definitely a type of foreplay. And it was weird because it wasn't always naked stuff either. That's another misconception. He would just be like, let me see what you're wearing today. You know, he would just want to see like what dress I had on, what shoes I had on. And that got him off? Yeah, especially if I was wearing heels. He was very into me in heels. And that was something that regularly was brought up during the phone sex. Okay, 
what what are the things that you find attractive about Carlos Danger? Like, what what was it that had you sucked in? Like, I mean, it, it can't just be, you know. It, I understand, like, okay, well, this guy's a hero, famous, whatever. But that gets old after like ten days once you actually understand this person. Right. Well, that's the thing for me. Um, I still had him on this pedestal. So even as I got to know, you know, the more perverted side of him, I was still thinking of him in this idealistic way. I was not being a realist about it at all, you know? So he was like a Greek statue. Yeah, exactly. So, and there was nothing about him that turned, turned you off at all. The only times where I felt turned off were when he would be possessive of me, you know, like I said, I'm kind of a homebody. So when I actually did go out, he would get mad about it and he would be like, Oh, I bet you're with a bunch of dudes. And I would just be with my girlfriends, you know, not doing anything wrong. And, he would get so shitty with me and he would send me hateful texts and emails. And it, that's like I said, it was very juvenile in that way. It was like a, like we teenagers or something. Now, when he asked you like this place in Chicago that people were talking about, mm -hmm. I don't know if you can explain like what the breakdown of that was like, he was getting you a place or you had a place or what, what was that whole story? I was wanting to move to Chicago uh -huh. and I had looked at a place with a girl that I was friends with at the time. And basically what had happened was someone had basically someone else was going to get the place before us. And we were kind of bummed out because we were excited about it. And I, you know, Anthony and I talked about everything that went on in my life. So he knew I was in Chicago. He knew that I wanted to live there. He knew all of that. So that night after finding out we weren't going to get the condo that we wanted, he just offered to help. He was like, oh, you know, let me help. I'm huge. You know, his exact words. Mm -hmm. He's like, give me, you know, the name or the name of the building, the address, whatever. He's like, I might know the owner, you know, let me make some calls. Basically acted like he could just take care of everything for me. Now, give me the, like, I just feel like the relationship just wasn't as emotionally tied. Like I'm trying to understand how much, this this love you know was actually legitimate you know what i mean i think it was more legitimate on my side than his you know what i mean well take me there let, let i think the explain fact... that to me because I, like i look at it from okay well this guy is is not getting it at home he's getting off by you and he's taking advantage of you yeah but at the same time are you knowing the situation do you feel guilty for what you did you know what I mean? Like, or what you're doing at the time, was there any kind of moral, you know, compass or any, anything that guided you to say, okay, well maybe I should stop. I just had phone sex. He just came all over his stomach or whatever he told you, you know what I mean? Did you ever feel bad? You know what I mean? Like that, that's where I'm trying to go with this. Where was that emotional tie that sucked you in and put him in your heart? Because that's what you felt. Right. I mean, I didn't feel, this is going to sound terrible, but I didn't feel guilty at the time because I had such strong feelings from him. It felt right. And especially with us talking all day, every day, it just became habit. You know, that was just what I did with my time to the point where I started to alienate friends and everyone knew I was acting sketchy. They just didn't know why, you know, uh -huh. and I couldn't tell anyone, but yeah, it was just this weird situation. And I feel like you know, him saying that he loved me, it was just a way to, like, appease me or make me think that I was really special. You know, I was 22 at the time. Did he, you consider him as your, like, boyfriend or... In a weird way, yeah. He felt like my boyfriend. You know, I never called him my boyfriend, but it definitely felt like we were in a relationship, yeah. And then what was, like, 
is he is he an anal fan at all? Like, would he ever? He never talked about anal. No, really? we never discussed that ever. But I've never done anal either, so I don't know if that. I don't know if maybe I told him that, so he steered away from that. I'm, I don't really remember how that went down. It's good so. to know that Wienerlet doesn't like anal. <laughs> Not that I know of, anyway. That's crazy. And then, what was his like? What would you tell him? Like, what was your like? Hey, you know. Because I imagine, like, you say I love you, but it's after you both finish with phone sex. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, right. I'm guessing that was, like, his lead on, like, he's a political guy. He knows he, – he plays on words. Yeah, totally. Right? And so he's very good at that. Guys that are politicians, most of them are scumbags anyways, I would say. At least totally. 75% of them. Probably more than that. <laughs> they want to give you that power word after they get what they can from you. You know what I mean? He wants your vote, right? Of course. So he wants to come. He wants to finish. And then he's saying, I love you. I mean, he would say it during sometimes, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So as he's getting off, yeah. it's like, so would he say I your think name? That, oh, of course. Yeah. He all. Give, give he was me, very. Give me a play. Like, just give me, not that you're like, you know, this is theater, but say Scooby's Anthony Weiner. Okay. Say, say, hi, I'm Carlos Danger. Hello, I'm Carlos Danger, Sydney. <laughs> So if if you were having phone sex with Scooby and Scooby, mm -hmm. you don't have to be Carlos Danger. I just want to know where Sydney's direction was or where her emotions were. So you say, "I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you." I can't wait to see you in those heels. <laughs> and then what, what? And then what would you do? You know, I would just tell him how much I loved him, and I was very sincere when I talked about feelings with him because I really did feel that way. You know, it wasn't just about the fact that, oh, like, I'm getting off, you know. I cared about him as a person. And, like, if you go back and read the exchanges, I mean, you can tell there are times where yeah, I'm, he's a I'm, freak. I'm, yeah, and I was very, like, reassuring to him always. And at the time when he told me that he wanted to run for mayor, Initially, of course, I was freaked out because we're having phone sex all the time. And then in an, on the other hand, I wanted him to win. You know, like I wanted him to do well. Your boyfriend. Yeah, like I cared about him. I wanted what was best for him. And I told him that all the time. Like, you know, I hope things go really well for you. And but I was, was there excited any plan of like you guys to run away and like be together? Like what? Like, like where, where was your where was your head at? Like, I get that you were in love with him. But what was the goal? You're a small town girl from Indiana. Was this guy going to save you? Like what? Like yeah, there had I think to be some if anything, sort of I think the Chicago condo. I think that was kind of like, you know, where we would meet up because he was like, oh, I do some consulting work. It would be really easy for me to go there and act like I'm doing that and really see you, and it could be like a regular thing. And you know, I thought if anything, I would just be like his chick on the side. You know, I never and thought. And you were okay with that. Honestly, it's so pathetic, but yes, because I had such strong feelings from him. I felt like anything he gave me was good enough. You know what I mean? If he, I mean, it was nice that he called me five times a day, I guess, but he could have given me like way less attention and I still would have been okay with it. I never thought that he was going to like run away with me or leave Huma because I mean, they're political animals. They're not, they're going to stick together as much as they can. And okay. I think everyone realizes that now, but. Okay, everyone realizes that now. Okay, but here's the thing. What I get from you and like the the what I'm hearing from you is that you're still like emotionally caught up in him. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. I, I get that everyone's saying the 15 minutes because you're all over the place. You went to his election party or whatever, his after party, and you try to confront the man and and he ran through McDonald's like a little bitch. But I, don't you think that's your way, your way of trying to reach out to him and say like, "Hey, here I am." Like, what, what is the resolution? Because 
there wasn't really there any, was no closure yeah like no closure and people don't realize he was messaging me as recently as this april it hasn't even been a year you know what i mean so it's yeah. really fresh for me and i i mean do you want an apology like what like what is it like no. he kind of apologized in his press conference right? yeah he kind of apologized but it in wasn't his press conference yeah but you know i knew it was to me but he didn't say my name but at this point it's fucked up because I don't expect an apology. In a way, I have these really weird times where I feel very disloyal to him, even though, I mean, obviously we're not together. He's married. I owe nothing to him technically. But because of our past, there are times when I definitely feel guilty and it, so you're it still, bothers you're still, me. You're still in love. You still have feelings for him. There are definitely, I wouldn't say I'm still like madly in love with him by any means, but there are definitely still feelings and that fucks with me. You know, there are times like the night that I went to his campaign party and everyone was like, oh, so great job. You know, you you were so successful. Everyone was like applauding me. But on the inside, I felt like shit a little bit. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's like this double edged sword. There was part of me that was like, you did the right thing. You know, you, you stand up for yourself. You tell the truth. You know, obviously he knows you're telling the truth or you wouldn't be running from through you know running through mcdonald's from you but then on the other hand there's part of me that's like what are the feelings today um guilt definitely definitely a lot of guilt um i feel like i mean i know that he was number one in the polls before all this came out so in a way i'm like oh did i rob him of you know his shining moment or something let's forget about the politics let's not even think about that let's not think fuck fuck anthony weiner and what he stands for what i'm saying is Look at him as the guy or the human being that you thought you were in love with. And where are your feelings towards? Because I, I like you're thinking you stabbed him or you did something wrong. And, and I'm not I'm not. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, where's the connection now? What are you reaching for? Why are you still trying? Like everyone says, the 15 minutes are up. Go away. You know what I mean? What what is your I don't want to call it goal. What what are you trying to, to get? Like, what are you trying to find? Like, what is it? I definitely do want some closure. I don't really know how I go about getting that. I think it's something I'm obviously going to have to do on my own since we are no longer speaking. But, yeah, I think that is the biggest thing for me. You know, and it's so funny, too, when people are like, oh, your 15 minutes are up. Go away. And, like, people in the news will say stuff like that, too. And I'm like, well, you keep talking about me, so that just extends my 15 minutes, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about the nights. You go home, you do an interview, you're doing, you just did an appearance at Vivid's new nightclub in Florida. It's Miami. Miami, Miami, yeah. yeah. And you're doing, you're doing an appearance tomorrow, right? Yeah. In, at Vivid's place in Long Beach. Yes, I am. Um, so if anyone wants to go see, see Sydney, go, go to those places. God bless Steve Hirsch because he makes people money. He's a great guy. <laughs> um, but what do you do when you get home? Like you, you have to have this time of loneliness. Oh, I feel so lonely. I mean, I go back to my hotel room and I feel very isolated and alone. And especially after this happened, I don't trust anyone. You know what I mean? Like I have very few people that I feel like are like my allies in this, you know, it, it's been nice to have you through this, obviously, because mm-hmm. you helped me out tremendously with dealing with the situation. Well, my, my whole thing is this, like I knew exactly how this thing was going to play out. And I told you exactly how this and is going to play so out. And I was so naive. <laughs> and, and I said, and and thank God I hooked you up with Gina Rodriguez because she does a great job of damage She's control. She's helped me very much. Because yes. people are going to trash you. you yeah, have no of choice. course. Yeah. Anthony Weiner is a joke. They're going to make you look like an even bigger joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to look like trash. You know, because right. in 
from what people see is they like, think, oh, you're a home wrecker, you know, you're a cum dumpster. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's what people look. They look like, okay, this is the story. This is a scenario. What people don't know is who Sydney Leathers is from a business side. I guess you could say from an emotional side. I still, I'm still trying to get the emotions out of you. I still think your wall is still up because you're still guarded. Um, and that's sad. And I feel like, you know, that's Anthony Weiner's fault. It is his fault. Definitely. But at the same time, people need to, to know who you are. You need to be humanized. And I think this is your opportunity to tell people that it does hurt. You do have feelings and you're not. Of course. I'm not just some emotionless fembot. Like I do care. It does bother me. You yeah, know, the you night go, of his when campaign. Go, when you go through a routine and you're doing interviews and you're like, and you're saying the same answers and the same, like I'm asking you questions and you're giving me answers that people probably already know. Okay. They read somewhere or whatever. Right. That's not what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to get at is who you are, what this has made you and who are you trying to be? Okay. I'd say who I am in reality. I am a very, you know, emotional person and not just because I'm a woman or anything. I'm sensitive. But has I he, think this, is, this has hardened me a lot. It's kind of made me a little jaded towards men. It's definitely made me put my walls up, not just in relationships, but with friends. I don't really trust any of my old friends anymore. It's isolated me a lot. Um, so what I'm hoping to do is kind of break out of that and just be happy and comfortable within myself and not worry so much about everybody else. But Are you still like, tied to him, though? Yeah, of course. Like I was going to tell you, um, the night of the campaign event, you know, everyone's telling me, oh, you did this great thing. You did this great thing. And on one hand, yeah, I did feel good about it. I feel like I accomplished what I meant to do, at least partly. But I went back to my hotel room and I cried, you know, and it was the first time I had really allowed myself the opportunity to feel those things and to break down, you know, since all this happened, because it's been such a whirlwind. I hadn't even had time to really process all of it. And I just felt like shit, you know, I was like, did I do the right thing? I was just kind of questioning myself and you know, I, I always wonder, you know, what does he say about me? How must he feel about me? And, you know, things that shouldn't bother me that definitely do because I'm a human. What if he texts you today or say even that night <sighs> um, and said, I, I'm sorry and I love you? <laughs> what would you what would your response be? Uh, probably the same thing. Sadly. Yeah. So, I mean, that shows that I'm definitely still caught up in the emotions of the situation. Like I said, we were still talking in April, so it's still so fresh, you know? <clears throat> Lover scorned. <laughs> that That's just like, see, th see, that's the thing, like, what people don't understand. Like, the, there's a story here beneath the story, and, and people look at it, and the media look at it. Okay, well, this is a, you know, huge political figure. Anthony Weiner, this is the second rodeo of doing something that's even more tragic and we actually see the full wiener this time and there are people and uh, emotions involved yeah and definitely you are a product of making not only yourself a lot of money but making other people money and and also anthony wiener losing a lot of money right. you know so and losing it, a lot of power that he could or would have had and, and that's and that's a big deal yeah especially you're talking new york you know what right. I mean? And it's, it, a big and it's deal. I mean, that's a crazy thing for a 23 year old girl to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of power to give me, too. You know, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. Definitely. We'll soak it in because we're not done. <laughs> OK, we got uh, we're going to go to break for a little bit. This is Nick Ritchie Radio on the Toad Hop Network. You're watching us live on the dirty dot com. If you want to call, we'll be taking calls next segment. The number is three, two, three, six, two, two, eight, six, two, three. Once again, three, two, three, six, two, two, eight, six, two, three. Thank you, Sydney. 
and be ready to try it out. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> A wise guy. Nick Ritchie Radio. Who thinks he knows everything. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! What's up, everyone? Sports Guru here. Sick of looking at the same old boring websites? Well, check out the newsportsguru.com for all the hottest training videos and all the biggest sports news. Become a VIP for only $4.99 and get premium access to everything the Sports Guru has to offer. The beautiful Gurus Girls, all my biggest sports picks, and much more. So get off that porn site and check out the newsportsguru.com. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers. The type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphone, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, The Scruffs, Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. We're back. I'm Nick Ritchie of TheDirty.com. I'm here with Sydney Leathers and uh, Scooby Sunday, my co-host. Um, Sydney, we just had a good 30 minutes. Uh, I don't want to call it a therapy sesh. It felt like it. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I want people to know the real you. And um, we'll get into it a little bit more. I do want to discuss some things on the dirty. And you can actually help me co-host. Since we'll love that. You are yeah. a fan of the Huge website. Huge fan. Thank Huge you very fan. much. I like to hear that. Uh, so here's my question. and I'll have a couple more and then we'll move on. Okay. And you can get back to your life. 
I feel like, you know, obviously you were judged. You had the sex tape, Vivid, put out the sex tape. You know, you you let go. You owned up to what your body was. Of course, At the yeah. time. You know, people were calling you fat. They were judging you and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just took it. Yeah, of course. And to make money or... Were you trying to liberate yourself? Like, what was all of the above? Because I, because I look at it and I'm be like, holy shit! I just made this chick a million dollars in 45 <laughs> days. You know what I mean? Like, it's what the, crazy. What I the know. fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> that I'm taking girls and giving them some sort of platform or some sort of stage, and then you got, you know, girls just making millions of dollars. It's just crazy to me. So to see your platform, like, just to watch in front of my eyes every day. You getting paid to do this, you know, a leather company. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that Apparel is. Apparelandy.com. Okay. That stuff. What other stuff are you plugging? Like what what else do you got going on? You know, that's a big one and obviously my tapes on vividceleb.com. What's the I'm, name of it? Uh Wiener and Me. Okay. <laughs> and it's the first thing you'll see when you go to Vivid Celeb. And then, you know, I'm doing my club appearances for Vivid, you know, the one tomorrow, North Beach. So Long you're Beach. deep in you're like a porn star. Can you consider yourself? Is it hard to say that? Um, it's not hard to say that, actually. And I, it's so funny because I know, you know, the the chicks that are in porn, like very like low scale chicks that get paid like nothing. Yeah. They get so pissed when people, you know, call someone like me a porn star. And that because I get paid more, they're pissed. And because you get more recognition, they get pissed. So it's hilarious to watch them. Well, I did 3,000 movies. And I'm what's like, yeah, with, and you made nothing. What's up with your whole AIDS scandal? Like you had AIDS for a day? <laughs> Yeah, apparently I had AIDS for like 24 hours. So you don't have AIDS. I definitely do not have HIV. I literally just got blood work done last week. I'm good. Xander's good. Were you scared? Um, I mean, it sucks to have anyone say shit about you like to that extent. Or and to the people, media ran with it, right? Oh, yeah, and people will be like, I hope you die of AIDS. And I'm like, thanks. That's so sweet, you know? It's crazy. But really what happened was there are, now it's a total of four people in the industry so far Uh that have tested positive for HIV. So the Free Speech Coalition is the group in charge of the whole thing. Uh You know, they contacted anyone that had been exposed, all of that. They had my information because I got tested with Cutting Edge before my shoot with Vivid. So did Xander. We were both fine prior. They didn't contact me as someone who could have potentially been exposed. I contacted them because of everything in the press and they told me, no, you're fine. You weren't exposed. But I still obviously continue Freaked to get tested. Yeah. Who wouldn't get tested? You know what I mean? That's crazy. But I like to hit on the fact that, you know, you should get tested whether you shot a porn movie or hooked up with some dude you met in a bar. You know, I don't understand. So, you, so I thought you can only have you can't have sex in California. You have to wear a condom or something. Well, you're supposed to, but that's they, not they really something that's enforced. Oh, no. really? Because how do you really enforce that? Are you going to have the condom police on every set of every film? Like it's something that's tough to enforce. I think they should try to do it, but I don't know how. You know? Okay. It's tough. So now you're like a porn star politician. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Let's talk about um, insecurities. Mm-hmm. That's where I want it. That's where I'm kind of going with this. You had a lot of plastic surgery done. I had three surgeries in one day. Yeah. What were the? Obviously, you got your plus twos done. I did. That's very apparent. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, which camera, Johnny? Can you full screen to Sydney's body right now as I talk to her? Just get her on full screen so we can map out some of these procedures. <laughs> so you got your plus twos done. I did. Yes. So well, how many breasts. CCs did you get? Five hundred. Okay, like that. Is it high profile, low prof- the profile? High, you know, high profile. High profile. Yep. And how did you get them done? Under the, under the breast. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you actually are a fan of the site. Huge fan. Okay. So she, 
<laughs> she knows exactly. And I knew that I needed to get my nose done at the same time because you don't get your boobs done before your nose. Duh. Perfect. You are a professional. <laughs> so you did get a nose job. I did. I could see that there's no bump in your nose anymore. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to look like a whole different person or Michael Jackson or anything crazy, but I did have a bump here. My family's Greek, and we uh-huh. all have kind of stronger noses, and that was something that bothered me for years. So why not get it done? And then what was the third procedure? Um, I had a little bit of lipo in my midsection. He okay. went in once through the belly button and then once through the side on each side. Now, does it bother you that all these pictures of, of you that came out when the whole scandal broke was a totally different person? Like a, like a different body? I mean, not your really. Boobs, your boobs were real. And, yeah. And kind of saggy. Yeah. You, you were in the midsection. You were wearing like those high cover up uh-huh. bikinis. You know what I mean? Like Taylor Swift. Right. So you just you just looked completely different. And you yeah. Had a bump in your nose, and now you're like a whole new person. Like what's like why? Well, it's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, you just got your tits done to you know do more porn." And in reality, I wanted my boobs done years ago. You know, there were times where I had even worked and saved up the money, and I had one ex boyfriend who got really mad about it and jealous and thought that I was just doing it for attention. He didn't want me to do it. Anthony didn't want me to do it last Anthony summer. Weiner. Anthony Weiner did not want me to get my breasts done. He said that my body was fantasy hot and that I shouldn't mess with it because he had a particular interest in it. So well, that was has, another. He has no idea then. Exactly. That's what I said too. I was like, who doesn't want someone with a better rack? Come on. Okay. So who's the doctor? Um, Dr. Matthew Shulman is the one who did my lipo and my breasts. Shul- and he's Dr. Based, Shulman. Yeah. And he's based out of New York. And then Dr. Uh, uh, Richard Westrike is the one that did my nose. So which one did you do first? The, um, the your nose or the boobs? Or like, oh, they, it was they all did, in one day. Oh, really? So yeah. they were they, both doctors. Yeah, were there? both doctors were there. It was some like like nip tuck kind of. Wow. Or <laughs> if they played the music, the Christian Troy. I don't know, but actually, my brother was joking with me because he was there with me to take care of me after surgery. And the night before, he's like, "Want to watch nip tuck?" I'm like, "Fuck off." <laughs> That's so crazy. But you're happy though. I am so happy. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, I wanted this done prior to the scandal. So it was just opportunity knocked. <laughs> That's so crazy. And then you have a whole bunch of tattoos all I over do. your body. I do have tattoos. Like, what's I know, that all I know about? you don't like tattoos. I just think I just, it's just weird to like see tattoos well, on your um, body. Well, it's you'll be happy to know I had no more plans to get any more tattoos. Are and you gonna I actually, remove any? I'm going to have some removed. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I thought you would like that. I do like that. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, there's a million websites out there. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, people you could have gone to. You could have gone to the New York Post. You could have gone to BuzzFeed. You could have gone anywhere. Why me? Why the dirty? Like, like I like that's the only thing I'm like, kind of like, okay, because I get I get that question from other interviews that I do. It's like, why did people you come have to you? asked me that too? And I have the easiest response for that. I don't trust the mainstream media. Um, I felt like if I went to someone like you, you would have my best interests at heart more than ABC, NBC, you know, any big name network. Because they, I mean, obviously you care about the story too, but they care about the story and they don't give a fuck about me. You know, they don't care at all. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow and they'd be happy because that's a big story for them. Mm -hmm. You know, and with you, I felt like there was a more human aspect and you kind of got to know me a little bit as a person before all this happened. So you knew that I wasn't being a fame whore about it, you know, yeah. you knew the and actual situation. I think that's situation. the only thing that bothers me, to be honest with you, Sydney, is that you took it and you ran with it and more power to you. You made money and you're still, you're still going, you're, right. you know, and people could say 15 seconds, but your tape, your sex tape's never going to die. 
Right. So at the end of the day, someone's going to buy it. You're going to make a percentage. Steve's going to get rich. You're going to get rich. Exactly. GR media is still blowing up. You know what I mean? So it, true. I, I get that. But at the same time, when we had that initial conversation, I think it was on a Sunday before I broke the story on a Monday, and I told you, it's in your best interest to stay underground. Right. And because I, people are going to, your life is going to flip upside down and people are going to hate your guts. Uh-huh. And it happened. And it did happen. And that's the only thing that hurts me is that I, I get you had no choice. You had to run with it. Um, and, and I learned my lesson too. You know, maybe I could have protected you a little bit more because my biggest thing with the dirty.com is anonymity. Right. Like I want people to feel safe. And I, I, hope and I you wouldn't, did. I did feel safe and I would encourage more people who have stories like mine to go to someone like you because instead of some major media outlet or newspaper or whatever, the cause they want the story. They don't care about you. You actually cared about protecting my an anonymity when no other website would have cared. Buzzfeed obviously didn't care. They posted who I was without me confirming or denying, you know, they didn't even give me the chance to respond and they ran with it. Yeah. And it's weird that media hates what I do. They don't think. Isn't I'm, that crazy? They, I they know. They don't think I'm a real. It's, I'm not real in the journalistic. I have no integrity and all this stuff. But obviously stuff. you do because you definitely looked out for me. So I tried. Speaking of that, let's get into the dirty. I want you to start getting into what you love, and this is the dirty.com. I want to do best of the dirty this week. Okay. And let's bring Scooby back. Okay, this first post we got, this actually went up today. Do you know who Fake Eckies is on the site? Yes, I do. You do? I do. I'm telling you, I follow the dirty. I love it. <laughs> dirty celebrity Fake Eckies. We call him Fake Eckies because he has the most interesting life. Right. But and he's, he's hot. See, that's kind of weird. <laughs> and he... He's fun. He's a good time. His dad funds his life, so he, he's not really the Dos Eckies guy. He's the Fake Eckies guy. Right. So he is a gentleman and only sleeps with girls with Louis Vuitton condoms. <laughs> Johnny, if you could show everybody what we're talking about. I don't even know there was... I didn't the, know there was the a screen up there. Can you imagine? I mean, Louis Vuitton condoms. <laughs> How much do those cost? $65, I believe, right, Scooby? Uh, somewhere in that range. 65 or $69. I'm, I'm going to guess... I'm going to say $65. I'm going to say 69 because it sounds better. It, it makes more sense. <laughs> um, but Fake Eckies only bangs girls with Louis Vuittons. Interesting. So, so if you are a girl, this a girl that he hired, he he supposedly banged her allegedly, and uh, he busts out a Louis Vuitton condom. That means Scooby. You know what that means? I mean, he's having sex in daylight. If a girl's noticing the LVs on the condom, definitely. That's pretty hardcore. Day sex, morning sex. What are your thoughts on this, Scooby? Do you think you can rock the LVs? No, not at all. Fake Eckies is a one of a kind male. He does extraordinary things. I always say it to you, Nick, <laughs> that I I want to party with him. He's always I want him to party with I, him. I, yeah. I want him on the radio him. show. He hates my guts. And now but. he's got Louis V. Condoms. This guy is amazing. <laughs> I would love to have an interview with I him. I didn't even know there was such a thing as right? like brand name condoms. Fake Eckies, if you're listening right now, we respect your Louis Vuitton style. We do. We love it. And I want you on the show. I want you and I to fight one-on-one -on -one over the radio. Not I want like to drink with life. you. <laughs> See? Dude, chicks love this guy. Is we it, do. Is it the beard? I don't know. Something about him is like very manly and attractive. He's like a fake Navy SEAL guy. So yeah, it's it's kind of fucking weird, but I like it. <laughs> well, fake Eckies, if you if you're hearing this, you could have sex with a porn star. I like that you know about the dirty celebs. I do. Yeah. I keep up with my shit. Let's go to the next post of the week. 
This yes. is a new phenomenon going on, Scooby. You want to tell us what it's about? Yeah, this is this is called the Extensiator. No, it's Extensionator. Extensionator. Like Terminator. Oh, yeah, sorry. Extensionator. Nick, this guy just keeps popping up everywhere after this pick. I thought it was time. This dude does hair extensions in Miami and posts a pic with the caption, Hottest Girls on the Planet. I think not. Looks like the C-Squad from Scarlet's. What is, what is Scarlet? Okay, Scarlet's must be a strip club, right? First of all, don't, oh. don't trust a dude who does hair extensions. Okay, first of all, this is the new <laughs> big thing right now because, you know, we expose all these fake photographers yeah. getting these chicks naked uh-huh. on the dirty. The new thing now is guys buy these extensions and give away free hair extensions That's to girls. That's so weird. It's genius. It's genius. I mean, it is, but I've never heard of such a thing. But I mean, I guess Do you know if how you... expensive hair extensions very, are? Very, The extensionator in Miami. The extensionator. Has harems of women getting naked in his pool. Oh, and all he has to do is be like, hey, I'll, you know, I know someone that can, I can do your hair or I can get someone to do your hair. I already have extensions on point. Let's do this. All you got to do is just hang out with me. Of course, they hang out with them. They get naked because they want free extensions. Brilliant I idea. Would, I would rather just pay for my extensions, though. He's mm. not even attractive. But you're, but you're parting with him, and then all of a sudden, this, this but room then again, opens up. I guess I can afford extensions, so it's a little different. Extensions <laughs> everywhere. Rich bitch over here. Do you think he says, I'll be back? They are expensive. <laughs> I'll be back. You do it, Scooby. You do good. Uh, well, I, don't, I, don't get the, I don't get what the reasoning is. Terminator. Terminator. Extension. Oh, no. Come on, Aww, Scoops. Come on. Don't get nervous. Give us an Ollie Bach. Please. I don't do that good. Ollie Bach. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. You're like Arnold. But if you think about it, there's all the photographers out there who say, oh, we're going to take your free pictures for your resume or whatever. But this guy's genius. I'm just going to get extensions. <laughs> it's. I mean, have you ever been to a place, like a girl place that has extensions? It's loaded it with does. hot chicks. Yeah, it's true. And how expensive are they? Aren't they Very pretty... expensive. Like, yeah. Like one time, the first time I ever got hair extensions, I had cut my hair in a bob like Victoria Beckham, and I liked it for like a day, and I was like, I look like a dyke, fix me. You know, Whoa. I looked horrible. So I think we spent like at least $1,200 on extensions. Oh, my God. Yeah. See? A lot of money. What a genius. And that was before I was making this kind of money. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we're on this topic, the next post is even better. And it's oh. serious. This is, this is a good one, Sydney, because you're definitely in this realm of craziness. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. Football player. NFL player. Okay, but did you know supposedly. him? Did you know him? Beforehand? Before he killed someone. I did not. Okay, so every girl right now has no idea who Aaron Hernandez is. Scooby, we know who Aaron. I know. I'm a Pats fan. We know Aaron Hernandez is yes. a great football player. All of a sudden, chicks find out who this guy is because he murdered a couple people. Why does everyone want to fuck him? Do they love I don't him. get that. I okay. don't get that at all. And that's the thing, Sydney. Girls are submitting him saying he's the hottest guy. I don't, don't care if it. he killed someone. I would have his babies. That's insane. Okay, and I'm a weird one, and I don't even want to fuck him. So I don't want to fuck him. Look at that guy right there. You wouldn't fuck that guy? Definitely not. He looks disgusting. Chicks Seriously. just like bad guys. So they like bad boys. That's just what you think it's a bad boy thing? That's too yeah. bad, though. Like, I don't want to fuck OJ. I don't want to fuck Casey Anthony. I don't want to fuck anyone that kills people. Excuse me, would you sleep with Casey Anthony? Would you no. fuck Casey Anthony? Come on. No, no. That's, don't no. lie. You told me one time in your car. <laughs> Come on, Scoops. Inappropriate. You secretly want to have sex with no, Casey Anthony? I don't, like, I don't know about people. that. But can you imagine, like... You better not put a baby can you imagine, in there. Can you imagine Aaron Hernandez just railing out chicks? What does he get? What are the breaks called in, in jail? Does he get conjugal visits or something like that? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what it's called. He's married. He has, like, a wife, He has right? a girlfriend. Oh, he's married? I didn't know that. No, he has oh. a girlfriend. I don't know, but all I thought... I, I got that post. He looks like, like the type of guy that has a tiny dick. I don't know those type of guys. Well, no. I do, and he looks like one of them. <laughs> Well, obviously, if he's killing people, he has something, some <laughs> sort of shortage, you know? Okay. Um, 
I want to get into another topic called female phenomenons. Oh, I love this uh, new segment. I don't know if, uh, Johnny, can we queue up this new segment here? Okay. Nice job, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, our producer, is, uh, he obviously hates females. And he's into uh, Aaron Hernandez. So we only have one female phenomenon today. Yeah. Uh, we had two last time. But the new thing, uh, Sydney, is it's a segment about what girls are doing to themselves, which really doesn't make sense to us guys. Okay, gotcha. And the new one is um, apparently women are uh, putting Botox in their eyelids to uh, make them look more Asian, which what? makes them feel younger. Yeah, that's the so new that's, thing. Is right that now. right? It's a female phenomenon. I have right never now. heard of this. So white girls are looking more Asian. Huh. What they do is they freeze the eyelids so they sit and hang a little bit so they're more like they're more like slanted in the eyes. And it gives them a more youthful image. Because you know how Asians, they don't look like they age. Oh, yeah, totally. They I, always like, look young. Every Asian guy I know, they're like 45 years old, but they look like they're 20. Right. You know, so girls are getting into that whole like feng shui, kind of like whole like, I got to mix up my body and look more Asian. Face feng shui. Face feng shui. <laughs> and it's a female phenomenon right now. I have never heard of this in my life. And we hate it. I hate it already. Don't so, you think so? Like, if you <laughs> saw weird, if you saw a girl with like kind of like hangy, like I would Asian be like, look, "Is this bitch high?" I mean, seriously. I I just think it's disgusting. That's creepy. It's Scooby? creepy. I, I kind of like it, but I'm going through. Oh, a weird... that's a horrible picture. No, it's creepy. I'm going through a weird phase where I like Asian women. I mean, um... but it's one thing to actually be Asian and then to just try to look like something you're totally not, though. You Johnny, know what I go, mean? can you go full screen to Scooby? Uh, what he just told me just makes me absolutely sad. Full screen to me. Yes. Well, I, I don't understand what you what you just said. About my Asian thing, I told I know, you. Earlier. I've known you for how many years? <laughs> I thought you were joking. No, I was being serious. It's been happening. Is it like, just because they're petite and little? Well, I started watching Lost on Netflix, so there's one Asian woman on there, <laughs> and that's what got me started. So she got you hooked. But then I get like my head shaved at Supercut sometimes, and there was like this um, older Asian woman. And I don't know. I was like attracted to her ever since I started watching Lost. Interesting. So, so I shouldn't take you with me to a nail salon because you'll want to rail everyone no, in there. No, it's just it's a new thing. Okay, but well, I don't understand it's a new thing. So so what does that mean? You masturbate to Asian chicks? No, I just yes, I that's just, what that means. It was I just didn't know I had that like uh, attraction until recently. So you masturbate to June in Lo on Lost? I'm not saying I masturbate to the girl I think Lost. he masturbates to the old Asian lady <laughs> supercut. I don't. <laughs> I don't masturbate to Lost. Let's get that clear. Uh, do you masturbate? Of course, I'm a guy. Okay, well, that's just I'm, what you're, uh, that, I'm a girl I, and I masturbate. What yeah. the hell? Oh, yeah, how sorry. Can say, how can you say you have everyone? A, does. How can you say you have an Asian thing and you're not like? I don't think I out? do. I'm just saying he I, has an Asian thing. He's Asian just eyes. embarrassed. Lately, the Asian eyes, I like them. So you're good with the Botox and the eyelids. Yeah, right now I am. That's so weird. That is weird. Thank you. Well, that was female <laughs> phenomenons. Yeah, thanks for the intro, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny Ice, for always coming through. <laughs> There we go. There we go. We got a little. We got a, a fifty-second delay on on radio. Okay. So uh, random random things that I do want to discuss, and I apologize for not taking calls. Something's wrong with our phones right now, so it, they're not they're not coming through. Um, next next show, we should definitely try to take more calls. Scooby, we'll try to get that fixed. We're okay. A little, we're a little rusty. We just got back. I was in Florida, Sydney. And uh, I had the opportunity to stay at the Hard Rock Seminole. And I went to this club called Passion Nightclub. It was a great event. Book signing. Sold, I, I signed like uh, tons of books. I've read your book, by the way. How, you did? I did. Did you buy it? Yeah. I pre-ordered it. Oh, you know something you can do for <laughs> me? 
I'm, I'm doing this charity right now for these baseball kids in Atlanta. If you can donate $20, that would be amazing. Of course. Since you're rich now. <laughs> Anybody can, if anyone can donate and people are like harping on me about this. Because why? If like, you're well, doing something good, why? Because there's, you can't do anything good. I know. You can't do anything right. I know. I Eight-year-old underprivileged kids from Atlanta. They're, they're actually called the Raiders, Scooby. They're a little baseball team and their parents, you know, a lot of them come from broken homes and uh, I'm trying to keep them off the streets and they love baseball. $5,000 to get them fully fitted with uniforms, bats, the whole nine. Oh, we can do that. GoFundMe.com backslash home hyphen run. Once again, GoFundMe.com backslash home hyphen run. I really want to get these kids fitted up for this next season. Um, I think the Dirty Army could come through on I think it. everyone should donate, even if you can only donate a few bucks. They Thank should do you. it. And going back to what I was talking about, Passion Night Club was great. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me the opportunity to stay at the hotel in Anna Nicole's suite. I know. I saw you tweet about that, and I was pretty excited. The only thing was, what I could not do, Scooby, is I could not say where I, what room number it was in. Oh. 607. <laughs> And I felt like I shouldn't say it anyways, because if I said it, then people would like be banging on the door and whatever. So Greg, who's one of the GM and one of the guys that runs Passion, great guy, Zach, Sean, all these guys were just amazing guys. Everything I asked for, they fucking were like, dude, whatever you want, whatever you want. I'm in that bed and I'm laying there. Yeah. Talk about weird, right? Creepy. Yeah. I felt like I was like watching Ghost Hunters. Yeah. That's some creepy shit. So I'm laying there. Just my eyes closed, just focusing, and I'm like rubbing around the sheets, just rubbing around the bed. Obviously, the sheets are changed, right? Well, I would hope. They told me the mattress <laughs> is still the same, though. Oh, shit. That's close enough. Because sheets, right. how thick are sheets? Right. They're not. Limits, nothing. 1,000 Egyptian cottons. Nothing, dude. Right? <laughs> Scooby, get this. And Shane's going to kill me, but who cares? <laughs> what would you do if you were laying in Anna Nicole's bed? You're not thinking about masturbating, are you? I that would be sick. I rubbed it out. Wow. I had to. I'm That's proud like, of you. I had to. I probably would have masturbated too. Is that called pedophiliac or pedophilias? Necrophilia. Is Necrophilia. <laughs> pedophilia is children. Oh, yeah. You're thinking, you're thinking about that. Talk. I could just be his human dictionary. Can that just be my job? Totally. <laughs> she knows everything about sex. She's very smart. <laughs> you're thinking of that Tom, Tom Petty video. with Kim Last Dance Jane. with Mary Jane. Yes. No, it was not like that. <laughs> I thought about my wife, so that so I, I for that part I was okay. I was in the clear, you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, okay, well I'm gonna masturbate. Because no really one cheap. masturbates to Anna Nicole Smith, no, right? well, especially she, in her. She was too fat for me. Yeah, and she was too big. I liked I, her in, in my young but, but, years. But I was thinking to myself, this is a once in a lifetime thing. When's when's why not? The girls died in this bed. I'm laying in this bed. There's only two things you can do: you can either masturbate or you can die. <laughs> I wasn't going to die love that it. day. I love it. You can masturbate or you can die. That's my new like theme for life. You can masturbate, you can die. But then I was Which like totally in my head thinking, okay, well, this is kind of like an episode of the movie 300 where like, you know, the Persians are all dying because I'm masturbating. All these sperms are dying. So I'm thinking like I'm killing like thousands. Oh, they're just falling off the cliff in the water. Thousands of Persians, these yeah. little spermies just dying. Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's so not was, 300. That's. Oh, that was Gladiator? Yeah, but that's fine. It's the same thing. Same thing. It's all the same. What does he right? say? Isn't it the same actor? No. God. Gerard Butler, Close and then one would enough. be. Uh, they have Rock the Crow. same beard and abs, dude. <laughs> they have the same beard and abs. Hey, what does this guy on 300 say? He says, kill the Persians. I killed a lot of Persians. <laughs> Persians. 
Persians. Your all Persian army. Sydney, I was laying there. I was like, all these dead Persians all over my body. <laughs> and Anna, Anna Nicole's bed, dead Anna Nicole. She probably came and slurped them off you. I No, I was ready to see the devil. It didn't happen. <laughs> I felt I felt more godly, actually. Ah. This has been a great show, Nick Ritchie Radio. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Sydney Leathers, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I wish you the me. best in life and wherever the next journey takes you. Thank you. Creep on some other Republican or Democrat. I'm telling or... you, Daryl Issa, wherever you are, sext me. Who's that? Wow. He's a Republican from California, and I think I need to ruin his political career. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you back then. Definitely. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Nick Ritchie Radio, Toad Hop, TheDirty.com, Scooby Sunday in the His Owl. Good luck. God bless America, and God save the Queen. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.